Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hey man, what up? You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee, man. These are some good old boys from New Orleans, and you should just kick back, open your ear holes, and listen, man. Have fun. JMU saying snooch to the dooch. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of The Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Hour podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicHourWay.com is where you can find us for this episode. We are discussing the beginning of The Mandalorian Season 2. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Avery. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing good and relaxed. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. Always a pleasure to hear that. Be out with y'all to chit-chat. Good to, always good to see you, sir. Yes. Always looking forward to sharing out the spontaneity and the creativity. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful. And a guy that we always love hearing from, not necessarily see all the time, is our resident travel agent for Magical <laughs> Moments Vacations, the Shaggy T.A. Lee Lastavica. How you doing, sir? Good, man. I'm just thinking about a certain Magic Kingdom attraction that's going to be renovated soon. I'm looking forward to visiting my next vacation. When's your next vacation? I don't know, but whenever it is, that... that particular attraction is going to be renovated so i'm going to jump on it so you've been hoarding money all this time you're like i have been making not i have been making you've been hoarding money for a vacation you slick son of a no man i just gonna figure it out that's all (laughs) one way or another i'm gonna i'm gonna get there i'll bite what what is this attraction that you're referring to h-o-p all All the presidents oh that's true you're right it it will go down i guess are you down with h-o-p yeah, you know me. The place to take a nap all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the show will be much more entertaining now. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it, it it depends on what the uh, the past president will say. If he says stuff like, "If I can have control of that animatronic," he would say a lot more entertaining stuff that I'm sure they allow him to say. You know, what would be fun though. It's like because this is probably going to drag on for a while because Trump ain't going to let it go. Of course not. You know that's right. going to happen. So wouldn't it be fun if they had a Biden animatronic and a Trump and they they kept interrupting each yeah. other throughout the entire Hall of Presidents presentation? And can Kanye slowly walk up and, and oh, that would be great too. <laughs> And you know, they all got that sensor, so then mm-hmm. when one talks, the other ones look at each other. So yeah, they just keep staring at each other every time one is talking. Like, you cut me off. That clown. But uh, just to let the Mohicans know, uh, and I know from my end, regarding the storm, we did fine. We made it through. We lost power. Everybody else okay? Yeah. As of, as, as of now, yes. It took me a while. Yes. It took at, you a while. Yes. You're probably the last one again. And thanks to my, my brother over here, Daddy, they took care of me. I ain't had power for a bit, but his family was very nice to let me stay and, like, you know, camp out, uh, have my clothes washed and everything until I could get everything back up in, in online. So, yeah, absolutely. Nice. And I know Lee wasn't affected, but I'm sure you're okay, right? You were, you were emotionally invested in us. Yes, absolutely. I was 
hanging on by a thread. I was following the threads on uh, on the uh, on the Facebook there, just making sure that you guys made it through it all right. And uh, Fat City Studios has made it through in skates. It looks like I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, the air conditioning keeps going in and out for whatever stupid reason. But <laughs> other than that. And uh, one other thing I want to talk about in the intro is um, I got a chance to try the Disney Plus group watch thing. Have y'all tried that thing yet? No. 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 What is this? Yeah. If you notice, when you go into Disney Plus, they have a little icon by these shows that have like three, it looks like three little beings in a circle. And so that's uh, the symbol for group watch. And basically the idea is supposed to be like Netflix's like party watch thing or like uh, premiere watch on YouTube or something like that where where everybody, uh, you and I guess six of your friends can watch uh, like say a show like The Mandalorian together. And what, y'all type back and forth to one another or something? Well, that's the funny part, right? <laughs> so I'm going to go on record as saying, yeah, group watch is very underwhelming for me, <laughs> you know? Okay. Basically, the idea is that it's going to sync the stream so that we're all watching the same scenes at the same time. And the syncing worked. However, there is no way to communicate with the other people in your group watch other than the use of reaction emojis. And that's it. <laughs> you, you post a re, uh, emoji on your Disney Plus app. Yeah, there's a little screen. It comes up, and you press whatever reaction you want to do to whatever scene's happening. It does pop up on the TV screen for like a fleeting second, but then that's it. You can't chat. You can't do any. It's not like Facebook where you can chat while you're watching. the. There's nothing of that. That's probably because Disney doesn't want you writing. This sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, you know, there is truth in advertising. You say it was called group watch. It just meant for the group to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're right. You know, I, I shouldn't have assumed anything else. Yeah, don't get your hopes up. I know, but to me, if y'all haven't tried it, I'm curious to see what you guys think, but it was very underwhelming for me. Okay. Yeah. No, based on your review, I, I think uh, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I call it calling somebody up on the phone and saying, did you see the show? That's what I would. Yeah. Th- I don't know if anybody else out there in Malik and Land had the experience with the group watch, but for me, I'll pass it up. I don't think <laughs> I would. I don't. I would talk to somebody after I watched the show by myself, me personally, because I would. My fear of that show would be like, let's say somebody was excited about the group watch, but watched the show before they did the group watch. So then, like, while you all the group watch, and you watch it for the first time, then some other person says, like, "Oh, I love this part." I yeah, love like, that just part. the part where he just go ahead and do this, and you're like, "Man, you spawned it!" <laughs> and you can't punch him in the face because they somewhere else in their house. No, but you can send a reaction, an angry emoji. And yeah, well, that's intimidating. Well, how do they know that you're angry at them as opposed to being angry at the and movie? Everybody. That's true. <laughs> this you, is true. You ain't yeah. got no headset to say, God dang it. Maybe your wife's yeah. yelling at you at the moment and yeah. you can't express that in any <laughs> other way. You're right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bizarre. For say right. least. That's my two cents on the Disney Plus group watch. So don't watch group watch. Uh, you try it. You know, don't, you know, don't take my word for it, but do take my word for it. I'm going to take your word for it. All right. Thank you. I trust you. Yeah. Because uh, unless they improve it, uh, I don't think I'll be watching. Not worth watching the group no, watch. No, I'd rather just sync all our TVs together while we watch it and talk on the phone or something. Yeah. Shoot, I can't even group my wife on what to watch, let alone six friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, a couple of things to keep in mind. We do have that Amazon shop as the holidays are rolling near, so make sure you support us and buying some things through there. And also make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Where we got Cooking with Magic. It's going to be happening, so make sure you subscribe to that so you can get all the yummy goodness that Lee likes to cook. And today, as I stated at the top of the show, we are discussing The Mandalorian Season 2, beginning with Episodes 1 and 2, because that's all we've watched so far, and that's all that's available. We will discuss also how we feel about the start of the next series of chapters, and much, much more. So enough of my jibber-jabber, let's go discuss some Mandalorian magic. (laughs) 
Mohicans, ladies and gentlemen, here we are in the hub. And a year later has passed, and we will be discussing The Mandalorian Season 2, Episodes number 1 and 2. Speaking of a year passing, let's discuss this real quickly, all right? Now, on November 12th, which is the day after the show comes out, Disney Plus and The Mandalorian will turn a year old in the United States. Happy time. How about that? Yes, sir. Guys, look, Disney Plus launched on November 12th, 2019, and The Mandalorian was a launch day or opening day release, to put it in park terms. So I ask y'all this. What are y'all thoughts after having experienced Disney Plus for a year now? Eh. <laughs> yeah. You mean Artemis Fowl wasn't enough to give uh, No, the no. Disney Imagineering series has been the highlight. You, you mean Mulan hasn't been enough to. Uh, I haven't. Is it free yet? Yeah, is it free? Oh, we got less than a month. I got to put it, it on my calendar. Yes, yeah. I got to do that. We'll review yeah, that no. then. Yeah. Um, I like the nostalgic cartoons. Uh, that I get to watch. It was the, so easy stuff. when we did Gravity Falls. It was so easy to catch up on Gravity Falls. I love that actually. Yeah. Well, my kids watched the entire of that. My kids watched all of Jesse and Bunked and um, Raven. Yeah, my daughter. My daughter had me watch Raven. We watched that for nostalgia. And, uh, Sweet Lock of of, of Zach Sweet, and Cody. Yes, we, we did that. We we had that nostalgic period. Uh, Artemis Fall was really the lowest point. Timmy Failure. Timmy Failure was another one we watched, which was good. Yes, good one. I, I did enjoy Timmy Failure. I, you know, I wasn't over the moon about it, obviously. I thought it could have been better. But, I mean, uh, Armist Fall was the low point. Mandalorian has been decent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same way. Uh, Disney Plus, it's been nice to have access to all those things that, that Disney has to offer. But, eh, you know. Eh, you know. <laughs> Not enough original content. The Mandalorian is aggravating just because you just can't watch it. You know, there's this whole release one episode every so often. We'll get into it when we get into The Mandalorian, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, it's good. And I guess it's good for the price that I paid for it because I did the three-year bundle thing. I did the three-year thing too, yes. It has not been a weekly fixture. Okay. okay. Yeah, in, that's in my yeah, view. That's the best way to say it. Like, I, I just thought I was going to be sitting down every week watching all these Disney cartoons and mm-hmm. living my childhood and it's like, man, you know, either way, there's still only so many hours in the day to watch TV. You know, I paid a great price for it. It was free because uh, I had Verizon. So, you know, I've gotten definitely got my money's worth out of it. But like the <laughs> renewal came up and I'm like, I don't I can't like when when uh, Chad Bozwick passed away, it was it was cool to be able to just sit down throw on Black Panther, you know, cause I, just because I didn't own it on DVD or Blu-ray or anything. I could just throw it on there and, and watch it. So that was great, you know, things like that. But it's not like it's a, it's not like it's part of my weekly routine to watch something on Disney+. Plus. Yet we watch something on Netflix pretty much at least once a week. My wife watches something on Hulu at least once a week. So like we talked about earlier, like if I had to do a budget cut right now, you know, Disney Plus might be on that budget cut, you know? I mean, it wouldn't be really for me personally because – I uh, participate in the Disney podcast, so it's probably not, you know, it's probably it's a decent investment, you know, to, to be part of the show. But if I didn't do this podcast, would I actually, you know, that would probably be the first one I considered on the chopping block. I couldn't agree more. Like most of the movies Disney wise that I love and I love to watch, I already own own it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's not enough park centric stuff and the stuff that they do have is like kind of like travel channel stuff I've kind of seen before. The Imagineering documentary is really the one thing that put it over the over the top. But I was going to ask Eli, what would you say you'd be most excited to see the third season of Cobra Kai or the second season of The Mandalorian? I take option A. Yeah, I, I would agree. 
Yeah, yeah. I would say the only thing I've really used Disney Plus for is to have background noise playing. Like, like when I did the Hulk thing, and I was doing the research. I had like the Hulk cartoon playing like on Disney Plus, but I wanted to play um, Hulk versus. It was like an animated short where Hulk goes against Wolverine and then he goes against Thor, but that wasn't on Disney Plus. It was actually on like uh, Hulu or something like that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, and nostalgic cartoons is about it. But yeah, I would be more excited for Cobra Kai than I would uh, the second season of, of Mandalorian. Not to say the Mandalorian is terrible, but I, I got I bought Sensei Crease. Did you saying. do the year by year, or you did the three year thing? I did the three year thing. No, I did year by year. You did, okay, yeah. did, did you renew up? Because I'm sure it's up sometime soon. They they haven't come to me yet. I mean, of course, <laughs> I'm not going to pay unless they say. Yeah, you gotta, you, that's how I work. You got I pay a lot of people, so you got to tell me. When it's up now, of course, yeah, like, you know, I do this podcast, so of course I'm going to redo it. I wouldn't consciously pick it, do it. And, then I, and I think like the Mulan thing is a perfect example. As an artist that does Project Geisha, that would be a very inspiring thing for me to see. Because that's basically like kind of like watching your character without it being your character come to life on the screen. And then to be told... Yeah, I know you're a subscriber, but you got to pay this premium access. Like, no, premium access is for somebody who doesn't subscribe to your service, and then you have them pay. But I've already paid you this more than every month. Well, if you're like me and Dan, we paid three years for this. You pay, yeah, three times We can't get that perk? You're supposed to get all the access. Shoot. Dude, yeah, I've been really disappointed with the way that they've rolled this out. Yeah, this is a different story for a different day for sure. (laughs) Yes. um, yeah, I, just to kind of pose this question, man, you know, uh, uh, given Disney Plus and the year that they've had, this is a year that they didn't bank on. So, you know, so Artemis Fowl was go, supposed to go in the theaters. Mulan was supposed to go in the theaters. Do you give them any leeway for what they've done so far? Do we give them any what? Would you say leeway, leeway. leeway? Based upon the year that they've had, like nobody predicted the lockdown and no. all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't give them any leeway because one, they already have Slightly a model. No, no, the, the, the little leeway. No, no leeway. Because like, Eli's leeway giving light. zero leeway. Zero. No, zero. Crystal light. No. Zero. You know what? Leeway. I'll give him five percent. Coke zero. Five percent leeway. That's 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 more percent than you give him for losing the magic at the park. <laughs> <laughs> See, Eli, you're saying Coke zero. I say Coke zero only because okay. there's already been been a streaming model established with Netflix and Hulu and God knows what else, and so they knew exactly what they were dealing with. They knew that they had all this content. They I knew the market they were getting into exactly, and so they have a lot more stuff that they could put on, but. They the stuff that's out doesn't apply to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I get it. They have Marvel content and there's Star Wars, but Danny is like you said, I own most of that stuff. Yeah, we already own these movies on VHS. You sold to us on DVD. Yes. We got them on Blu-ray. We got them. We got them. And 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 like you know, uh, maybe there's I can say maybe once every say every fifth month, I actually watch it. I mean, like I said, my daughter had an urge once to put on, you know, Raven and Zach and Cody. And then we sat there and then, like she watched some of it and fell asleep. And I was like, I wasn't into this when you were young. I was doing this for you. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm done. I'm checking this off. So, no, I give them zero, zero All leeway. Right. I All give right. them a little leeway. I'm about to say, Danny, you give them a little leeway? What little you got? leeway. What I, you got? At first, I was with, Lee, with Eli and I was like, no leeway. But I will give them a little leeway from the standpoint that they did have a rich body of material to contribute 
day one. You got just about everything that, that they could legally give you. And let me let's not forget it took it took Netflix a while before they started really producing great original content. You know, same thing with Amazon, same thing with a lot of people. So a little bit of leeway. Now, having said that, you're right, that this model was created. They should have known with you're jumping into this. Come on, you're appealing to Disney fans. We've already seen these movies. We we own these movies. Give us a little something. And they did with the Mandalorian and they did with the Imagineering series. And not so much since <laughs> since uh the launch until this new Mandalorian uh season two came out. Everything in between there has kind of been a disappointment. Yeah, and, and again, and I know we're gonna get into the Mandalorian, yes. but let's just use that as an example as a segue, if you will. Just to kind of talk about it, I'm the same way with Danny. Uh, I, I I give a little bit of leeway. Like five percent leeway. Five percent leeway. You know, I'll, I'll I'll give them the fact, you know, me and my family, we like the national geographic stuff. So each pe- each person in your family though watches it at some point. Yeah, we each person in my family watches a point. So there's, there's some good stuff there. Even though Animal Kingdom series is all about they're trying to get their animals to have sex and reproduce. That's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, um, I, when I saw it, I'm like, cool, behind it. Yes. Oh, no. I watched the entire thing. Me and my family watched the same thing. And in the back of my head, I'm like, they just want their animals to f- it's like it's like clerk yeah i manually masturbate yes animals for artificial absolutely i yes. know it's tough to watch those shows because i'm like man they get more action than me <laughs> and they're getting filmed and paid for i'm it. glad i warned you then thank <laughs> you now i gotta watch it kevin said that you know my dog julia is a golden retriever kevin said that he would like i said look you can have her he's like well no if she ever has babies i would i would take that and in Grant, we got her when she was a puppy because my wife's boss was breeding those babies. And I was like, that just seems wrong. Like, I don't even want to watch when my dog's going to the bathroom. I got to look away. Now I got to make sure some other dog and I got to watch to make sure they're doing. Oh, man, no. That's the thing with the Animal Kingdom series is like the the people, the handlers are sitting there watching them, making sure that they they get along with each other. They have a relationship and they're going to. Bow, chicka, bow, wow, you know, oh, kind of wow, stuff. You know, really? it's, it's, they're like handing the gorilla flowers. Yes. Give, 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 give her porcupines, ant eaters, all we zebras. So they're like, like okay. the Cyrano de Bergiac to animals. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's interesting. Love. Yes, oh, it's, it's nothing but animal kingdom love. That never works. Like you know, arranged marriages <laughs> and arranged relationships, they don't work. Well, know? that's what Disney's banking on. I, I'm, I mean, I'm just crazy. picturing in the background, like they're showing, and here comes the antelope, and she's approaching the female antelope, and like in the background, you're oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, like, like the, the Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So, Lee, 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 tell uh, us. Tell us what you think, sir. Uh, I'll give him the leeway, you know, a little leeway, maybe some lee leeway. But uh, no, you know, the thing is, like, I got the little email that said, oh, your Disney Plus is about to expire. And I'm like, hmm, well, I know I got to renew it, but golly, I don't really want. And then there's like, but season two's coming, Mandalorian. I'm like, oh, man. Mm. Yeah, I got to keep it now for sure. Because <laughs> it was just, yeah, I was looking forward to it, man. I mean, and I, I you know, we'll get into the show, but I, I enjoyed it, you know. But I, I I agree with Danny. Like, I wish I could just binge it all at one time because it, it just flows better that way. But either way, that was one thing. That was one thing that, like, I definitely, when, when I knew it was coming back, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm definitely keeping it. All right. So, look, look let's get it. Talk about season two by The Mandalorian. Uh, just to let the listeners know, the series started up again on Friday, October 30th, 2020 in the United States of America. 
and run for a total of eight episodes, much like it did at season one. It's only eight episodes? Only eight episodes. How about that? I, I was surprised to see how short it was. I've seen work. Thank you. You know what, Cobra Kai? Definitely. There you <laughs> go. Yes. I, I would... Eight episodes. Like that you, Ocho. The Ocho. No, that's... That's it. I'm going to wait. I'm that's a, all you're getting. I'm, it, you're I'm, getting to uh, the end of the year, and that's it. I'm keeping quiet for okay. a second, okay. but okay. that's not good. Trifling. I'm, yes. I'm about to curse, but that's... No, not for what you have to pay. Go on, bro. All right. So, look, listeners, just to let you know, we'll be doing a similar review as we had done a year ago for season one, in, in which we'll give you a quick review of how the season begins, and then we'll, at the end, after we watched all eight eight episodes, <laughs> we'll give you a review about how the season ended and how it progressed. And, guys, you can find the discussions of season one on shows number 297 and 303. So far, we have experienced two episodes, chapter nine, The Marshal, and chapter Thin. Chapter thin? It was kind of thin. Let me try to. <laughs> you, you gonna keep water. that? Huh? I hope no, so. No, no, no. What you drinking tonight, Kevin? The good stuff. <laughs> no, we're drinking that proper twelve again. Oh, that was look, a good look. joke. Damn it. Proper yes, 12. I'll, I'll keep it in there. Look, I'll admit that I'm a little lispy, but whatever. Look, uh, we also watched chapter nine, the marshal, and chapter ten, the passenger. Both of which combined, uh, I like to call Mandalorian, the Chamber of Secrets. And I'll explain that later. Okay. For you Harry Potter fans, you could probably figure what, what I'm talking about here. I'm not Harry Potter. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know what you're getting at. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'm curious to hear that. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to this. But look. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. I got it. Yes, there you go. Okay. But first, like we, like we do with all our reviews, um, let's do a, a quick spoiler-free episode for those that have listened this far and want to know what we think about the beginning of this season and how it started. So let, here we go. Who wants to go first? <laughs> quick spoiler free, and then we'll get into the spoilers. I'll, I'm going to be quick and easy, man. I'll be quick and easy. Lee's going to be quick and easy. So here we go, Lee. I like it just as much as I liked The Mandalorian last year. You know, it's is it the greatest show ever? You know, no, but it was entertaining. I liked it. had a lot of cool stuff, <laughs> cool ships, cool fights. It just was fun to watch. You know, it's nothing earth shattering. It's not going to you know, change my life in any way. But after the last four years of my life, it's been, it's nice just to sit down and be entertained. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, so take it for what it is, man. You know, it's, it's just a fun show to watch and it's got cool spaceships and costumes. Okay. Uh, well, let me go. So like, as far as the, um, <laughs> no one's stopping you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Proper 12. All right. So look, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's a fighter's drink. I love, I is. No, look, 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 I look, is. Look. This, this is the second season. And this is a continuation of the story. And based on how it's going so far, episode one, I can give it a pass. Episode two, I'm like, all right, let's get back to the arc at some point, somehow, please. Uh, did I, do I think they started out strong? I don't think they started out as strong as I think they should have. No knock on John Favreau, who I know wrote those episodes. But uh, I think to connect last season to this season... I don't necessarily need a dark saber connection. I don't, you know, I want to know that there's some progress towards him getting him back to his kind. Cause I can't think that this entire episode, I'm not the episode, this entire series of Mandalorian shows is nothing but him getting the baby back to his kind. I hope to God that we resolve it at some point <laughs> and then he moves it on to some other story arc and i'll leave it at that and we'll get into the discussion a little bit later that's that's my thoughts i didn't think this was as strong of a start as i thought this should have done all right next i would say this really quick uh the first the first episode was looking forward to they gave me a sense of nostalgia that i gotta admit 
put me over the moon. I'll explain that later. So that's probably why I like that one. Uh, maybe a lot more than most of y'all did. Uh, the second episode didn't really need that. Um, <laughs> totally did not the worst episode. Wait, so you're talking about all the episodes that they had so far. That's not the worst episode. That's not the worst episode. We could easily talk because I know we're not, it's not a spoiler. We talked about in the first season. And Eli, it's fair because they're the way they're chaptering the numbers, it's a continuation of yes, last season. It's a total continuation. This is chapter nine and ten. So yeah, this is the whole gamut of the story. It's a whole gamut. And so like the the one with uh Mingnao Win and all that, that's probably still one of the worst ones. And but this one was it was I I didn't like it. You didn't like the aliens reference or any of that. No. I I thought that was neat, but and we'll, I know we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get. Into it. Uh, but then we'll parts. I was like this the second episode of the second season. I was like, oh, this has some potential, and then it fell kind of flat. And then I was like, yeah, I'm good with the ending. I was like, yeah, but the only saving grace I will honestly say is that I told my daughter. Uh, the night before that I was going to watch it. She had never heard of it. And I was like, you know who Baby Yoda is? And she she never like, heard of The Mandalorian? She never heard of The Mandalorian, but she knew who Baby Yoda was. And I was like, well, I'm going to watch the show for the, you know, for the podcast uh, with the show of Baby Yoda. She's like, well, that show just sounds stupid. <laughs> she had never seen 80 episodes. And so I was like, all right, cool. Well, she came in while I was watching. And so she sat watching. It was a, it was a cool bonding moment. You know, if you have a 21 year old, you know how tough it is to really bond at this point. And so actually, by the time she finished watching the second episode, I was like, I'm done. She actually was like, could you put on the first season so I could watch it? I was like, damn, your time is great. She I would watch it. She wants to watch the whole thing. Yes. Okay. When I left the house, she was on uh, she was on the third episode. You know, when, the, when baby he gives baby Yoda back. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I love that episode. So I was like, damn it. Like, why your time? It sucks. Like, I would have loved to have watched it with you from the beginning. See what you thought about it. It and then have that conversation. That would have been you. good. Yeah. yeah, but as an aside, I love that episode just to watch the Mandalorians kick ass. Oh yeah, it was cool to watch again. I that love part it. was cool to watch it. again. But anyway, as yeah. far as this one, yeah, there was a there was some nostalgia in the first episode. Second, the second season we're talking about, there was some nostalgia there that put me over the moon. Maybe like that one. Second one, yeah, just you. Yeah, and I'm with you. I would like to see more, but yeah. I got you. All right, so let's go over to Danny. Danny, non-spoiler thoughts about how the first, how the beginning of this season is going based upon the first two episodes that we have just seen. And he giggles. I tried. <laughs> I, I mean, I tried to give you some time, babe. <sighs> no, but I think this is his natural reaction. It is. I, I, I feel the same way, too. Um, You know what I want to say? I want to say that there's a lot of great Star Wars fans that listen to this podcast. And I appreciate every single one of y'all, and I know that y'all love Star Wars. And, and, and there's are, a bunch of Easter eggs that, that were thrown at. Right, right, right. And, you know, I've always equated it to me with the Halloween franchise. Like, I know, like, there's Halloween movies that, you know, I just love the content. So I'll see it, and they suck, but they're good, but they suck. So i can appreciate it on that level like it's like i just want to see more of this stuff because i'm, I'm a fan of this kind of genre i'm a fan of, of, the, of the backstory of this and i've said it a hundred times by now i'll say it 101 i i was a huge star wars fan when i was a kid and i watched those the first trilogy and i was i was satiated i was good i never needed to know 
how Josh Vader got to be how he was. Once, I mean, look, I would have been, if three years after Return of the Jedi, they wanted to make a whole new set of Star Wars movies, I would have been front and center, like, all geeked out, ready to see where Han, Luke, and Leia, I didn't need another trilogy to, where Han, Luke, and Leia anointed a new group to move forward. I just didn't need all that stuff. So, having said all that, and, and I'm, I'm working to a point here, I'm just trying to figure out, I guess, how to phrase this as carefully as I can. I understand that there are people out there who just give me Star Wars. You know, give me the, the spaceships, give me the atmosphere, give me the music, give me the mood, give me the the characters, give me the nostalgia, give me that. Take me I'll, back. Yeah, and I'm going to like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm 60% going to like this before I even see it. You know, so I totally understand that mentality. Having said Having said <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was thinking the same thing. If you're playing the drinking game at home, yes. he did say having said that. Having so said that. drink up. Listeners, believe me, Kevin is playing the drinking game in the studio. I'm right there with him, too. (laughs) Having said that, yes, this new season, I am hoping that it's like the last season where when the third one hit, I'm like, this this is, mm, we're going someplace here. And I got reinvigorated with the series. The first two episodes, like, I felt like the first one of last year really kind of set the tone. Okay, this is what's going to happen. I still don't feel like I have a story arc that in any way has me invested in trying to figure out what's going to happen this year. Like the whole thing of we're just trying to get this kid back to his kind. I don't buy it because the minute he gives the kid back, this show's over. (laughs) So I don't buy that. That's where this is going. There was a cameo at the end of the first one where I'm like, okay, I sincerely doubt that this could be, could be this person will be coming back, but I, I doubt. That's what they're setting it up for. It just seemed more like a little cameo, but maybe, maybe they pay it off later on. Um, I don't know quite yet what I'm watching, but I appreciate the spectacle of it. I just wish that the writing wasn't so lazy and, and maybe that some of it would, I don't know, make sense, like be logical and, and like to, to not have things that just stand out that's just major plot holes that prevent me from at least going along this journey where I'm like, okay, I'm checking out. This has nothing to do with an overall plot. I'm just going on a journey. I'm going to have fun. Please don't have plot holes. I can drive the Millennium Falcon through. Uh, So that's, I think, where I'm at here. I'm not giving up on it. I'm not tapping out on it because, like I said, I I totally understand what it means to be a fan of a franchise where just give me some of that. And, and, And any of that is good. And I'll figure out, you know, Okay, the the worst uh, as compared to the best. I'll I'll play that, la- that that game later. But just give me what I like, and I'll go off of that. Yes, exactly. I want to go off of that because I, I totally agree with you, Danny. Um, uh, just still spoiler free. I, I I wish they would have started this a little stronger. Yes, they're continuing the numbering. It's chapter nine and ten. But I still want. It's been a year since we've seen this, and I want a better thing to invest me in. Like give get me into the arc of him bringing him bringing the child back to his kind first before you go into like a quantum leap kind of a thing. <laughs> and a I mean show. quantum leap, where it's like every story, it's like he's trying to get back home, but he always has these like separate uh, tangent adventures that he's going on. And the first two episodes just feel like they're just tangent adventures, and doesn't really push the bringing the kid back home story arc as much. I wish they would have saved these two episodes for in the middle. I don't know what to expect in the middle, but I wish they would have started a little bit something more concrete that says, yes, we're on the journey to bring this dude back to his kind, the other Yodas 
uh, species of his kind. Well, I mean, but we saw this like last season too, and and, and that's I think maybe part of the frustration with it is. This dude is rubbing his head. <laughs> it's it's the whole how it's many torturing him. How many village saving, monster killing, fetch quest episodes are we gonna get before we get a sense of where we're going? Oh, I got two questions for you. Okay. Uh non spoiler? That's not spoiler. Totally not spoiler. Right. But I, I I liked the thing you said where it was like the writing was lazy. So my question to you is which episode for everybody really but just because you brought it up which episode seemed like the more lazier one the first one or the second one i have my uh, i have my answer right is off that the bat. fair to say no that's fair to say and i have my answer right off the bat it's like what's worse gonorrhea or syphilis <laughs> oh no man <laughs> yeah I all right mean, well, let's go around the room all right all right so eli what do you think about that I, Your question as far as my own yes because that, yeah. that was a great point he made um i totally, it was i totally think the second one was the second was laziest i yes absolutely I, okay i i would disagree i would say that the first one had the most plot holes in it the second one had the most inane like this is just filler kind of stuff like, is, does that make sense? It's like, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. The first one to me had the, the larger number of questions where I'm like, why would you that the first one really bugged me from the, a, a questioning standpoint where I'm questioning the plot. The second one, I'm like, am I really seeing what I'm seeing right now? Yeah, but the. Oh, I know. Can't spoil it. Is it yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're not, almost out of it. I'm yeah, get Lee. Why don't we go to Lee? Yeah, yeah, sorry. All right, Lee, what do you right, think? Right, Based right. upon Eli's question, what do you think, Lee? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger by either one, honestly. like Either one, really? From, yeah, I mean, like, again, I'm not that invested one way or the other to say, again, I'm just here like, oh, look, just entertain me, you know? Just entertain me. So... I'm with you there, though. The, the the first one engaged me more, I guess, than the second one. You put it that way. Yeah, I get that. And it sounds like the first episode was based off of a series of novels called The Aftermath, and uh, in which they explain what happens after the second Death Star was destroyed and what happened to that particular town. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm i the same way. Look, look, guys, let's, let's go to spoilers. So listeners, if you're listening, we're going to jump into spoilers. So now's your chance to pause the show. You've had a good amount of shows so far up until this point, but we're about to jump into some spoiler time. So I'm giving you some time. So I'm just saying spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So, and here we go. Boba Fett was seen supposedly at the end of the first episode only to be found nowhere in the second episode. This was insinuated by the fact that the actor playing the mysterious figure seen at the end of episode one is Tamura Morrison, the same person who played Django Fett and the fact that the marshal played by Tim- Timothy Oliphant was wearing what looked like Boba Fett's armor when we first see that character. What do y'all think of that? Let me tell you. I, I got 20 minutes on this. Let me do this go. really quick. Go. So that's all right. That's the nostalgic thing that I was talking about. So you recognize the armor the minute the dude stepped into that bar. No, he likes justified. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Which that, that's he, totally Tim, Timothy Oliphant was an actor. Timothy, that. so like that was the thing. Like it's just like Carl Weathers in, in the first season. I like I saw the Boba Fett armor when it. It's started. a similar role that Timothy's playing. It yeah? is the exact role. Okay, so really quick, yeah. Justified is a show. Timothy Oliphant was he was a character called Rayla Givens, who was a U.S. marshal. That's literally the character he was. 
he played pretty much the same guy. I just like Raylan Givens to where I was like, dude, that's cool. That's like watching Boba Raylan. That was awesome to, to me. If I could go along with that, this kind of reminds me of what Lee was saying last year when we were talking about season one. You, your boy with the Darksaber is saying he plays that same character. That's exactly right. Oh, that's exactly yeah, what Lee I am the evil man. And, uh, I, can, can I ask you like, a question real quick? Yes, though? Uh, yes, yes, yes know, please. So I... Um, I saw this written about, and I don't know because I don't watch. I never watched Justified. That was great show. Great I, show. I hate Timothy Oliphant. Really? There's some actors that you just can't stand, like Lucas Haas. He's too skinny. Can huh? die. <laughs> <laughs> he's too skinny, right? I don't, no, is that his too? He just since Scream Two. Okay. He, he, oh, he, okay. he's always in every role. Just because come off as the most pretentious douchebag, and, and and I don't know what it is about him, but I have never liked Timothy Oliphant. We're okay. going to do this right now. That's what he says. <laughs> no, this is, right. We're going to do this right so, now. I've never watched Justified. Um, but, I mean, look, I'm, I like Die Hard 4, which he was he in. He was I, a cyber terrorist, yeah. I still don't even think he did a good job there. But, I mean, n- nothing against a dude whoever likes him. But what I, my understanding was is that the guy who played the bartender was also the bartender from Justified. Is that true? The bartender from Justified? I, or Deadwood. I don't remember. What what are these cowboys? I know because I it justified there's not really a... I don't know that. There's not really like a... There's a, if there's a bar to this. They, they do have a scene. The bad guy has a bar that he goes to. But the bartender is not really a real relevant character, so you'd have to tell me who he is. I don't know. I don't watch his stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, to answer your question, honestly, I don't. I don't know the bartender in the, in the TV show. But like the character uh, is, it was pretty much like Lee said before. Like it's this. It was the same guy. He literally walked the same. He literally said that he there was a line when they were trying to. If I can remember a second, it, it, the actor that played that bartender was W. Earl Brown. You know, IMDb, nothing else pulls up. So I guess okay, yeah, not the okay. Then he had yeah, I, that person has no relevance to okay, me wait. at all. Is it, okay, here, if here. you tell me, does it say in there what the character? So they justified. Does he have a name? Because maybe if you tell me the name, I can say. Oh, oh no, he wasn't in Justified. He oh, was. He nothing else justified. pops up. Yeah, he oh, wasn't. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, one more. Okay, hold what? up. W. Earl Brown's guest appearance in The Mandalorian may have been short, but it was still significant. 57 year old actor is best known. For his movie roles like Scream, there's something about Mary, the Alamo, Lone Ranger. Da, 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 da. Uh, more noteworthy is the fact that Brown had a recurring role on Deadwood in an appearance on Justified. Both series starred Timothy Oliphant, who appeared alongside Brown in The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1, as Cobb Vanth. So he was in Justified. He was the bartender, I guess, in Deadwood. I, I knew he was in one of those cowboy shows. I, know, I didn't know he was in Deadwood in addition to Justified. I, I couldn't remember which one it was. I just remember reading uh, that in, 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 a, um, in an article uh, pimping the, the new season. Ah, well, when he, like you said, when... Uh this this marshal this town and he has the kind of boba fett arm I was like oh that's cool and then when he took it off and then and, you know it was that's the first thing he said, oh, i said like, holy crap that's railing and uh you know that so that nostalgic part now granted you guys never watched the show so it may not really have the same impact but for me it was cool seeing space railing i tell you what the impact that got me was when he took off that armor and mando mando is like i forgot his name i'm sorry ginger or something like that yeah he's looking at him he's like i can't believe you just did that you're not you're not a mandalorian 
you need to give that best car back. Okay, y- y'all are jumping way too ahead. Yes. When he showed up in the Boba Fett armor, the dude looked like an absolute goof. Well, yeah, it wasn't. He did. Armor. I mean, he, he did. did. Yeah, yeah. You would have gotten thrown out of Comic Con walking <laughs> in looking like. You're that. absolutely right. Ah. You know, you're absolutely right. The, the, I, that's why I said the the guy's too thin. Oh yes. So now the bartender was okay. His okay. his most memorable role, I would say, if you ever seen something about Mary. Yes. Okay. He played Warren. Oh, okay. okay. Franks and Beans. Frank, yes. That guy. Franks and Beans. That he played Warren. He he was also the camera. Gail. Uh. Uh. What's her name? Gail. Uh. The Courtney Cox's role. Oh, like kind the, of reporter chain. Yeah, yes. she had a cameraman in the original Scream movie, and his throat got slashed, and he, he died in that. That's W. Earl Brown. So he, yes, he was in Yeah, Justified. he's like a kid. He was like a kidnapper in Justified. Yeah. Okay. I recognize was, that face. That's what he was from Justified, and he, but also in Deadwood, apparently. I don't know if he's a... Whatever it was. But point being is that, yeah, that was the connection between the two actors. Okay, but I'm with you. When he showed up, I was like, that's a hokey outfit. Like, if, okay, if we could then just kind of jump jump back in, in, into it. One, they, okay, so, our right, Baby Yoda's totally pointless uh, in this uh, completely. He's like, a background story. Yeah, he did that. In the first one. In the first one. In the first okay. one. And because, like, like I said, I had to go back with my daughter and watch the first season. So, like, I mean, He's already lifted animals and all his other shit, like in the first season. And this one, he just makes these weird noises to which my daughter was just like, oh, he's so cute. She's I'm like, God, like, you know, is that all they're just really selling this creature for now? It's yeah. just him. Just, well, it's the holiday season, so they got to sell them. They got to sell it now. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have ready for last year, so they got a ton of them now. Go to a Disney store. There's a bunch of them on the shelf. Oh, good. I can get them on a discount. Uh, okay, let me say this. What do y'all think about the. All right, the, all right so we're going to hit it. We're, we're, we're in spoiler land. Man. Yeah, spoiler land. So, like, the very first point where he goes, Mando, he goes into, like, that weird town, seedy alley area. When he goes after John Leguizamo? Yeah, and it is that weird UFC kickboxing, Gamorrean guard, Gamorian, yeah. fighting thing, which made no sense. All right, did the Gam- Okay, once again, uh, you know, this, this, uh, it threw me out of the moment when I, uh, from the moment I saw Timothy Oliphant show up in that armor. And I'm like, why is Boba Fett wearing pajamas and looking gangly? To like the very first time I saw the Gamorrean guards, where their heads were a little bit too big for their bodies, where they, the, the Gamorrean guards look svelte. I mean, they look like they cast bodybuilders, spray painted them green, and put these uh, big masks on. You're talking about them. Jedi, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're big. They're yeah. big. They're big, bulky guys. And it was just, they had skinny legs and built torsos. And the heads didn't match the bodies at all to me. Like it, whenever they were like, "Let's watch the action," it kept throwing me. I'm like, "This looks terrible." Well, Danny, you know, life after the Empire has been rough. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but then they had like axes. Like this was the thing that I, I like. I was like, "Okay, well, that's an interesting setting." This, you know, Mando's going to like a basically a boxing match, but then they had it's the, no place for a kid. Absolutely, but you know, Baby Yoda loved it. Who don't like fights? He's uh, seen worse, Baby Yoda. Uh, absolutely, and he's done worse. Uh, he did way worse <laughs> acting in this one. Uh, the, but they got the axes, and the first thing I was like, okay, well, that's a cool set piece. But then they start to hit each other with the axe, and then there's like this weird effect where oh the the shield thing that they yeah, have. yeah. but there, there's like some. It's because that there really is like a. a a weapon that does that in the Star Wars universe. And yeah. that's fine, but it's like, well, then what is the point 
of you having access, why not just go hand to hand? Like, so then I didn't care. But then I was like the the John Lagos album, the one eyed Cyclops guy. And the boy that talk. shot the dude. He shoots the yeah. He shoots the dude. Hey, I'm like, Eli, he shot first. <laughs> Well, because other dude didn't have a blaster. That's right. That's it. And I was like, well, what was the point of that? Now I'm just kind of out of it. And uh, I'm like, well, I don't really. That's because when he bets, he wants to make sure he wins. Well, that's just downright. That's dirty. That's really dirty. But they didn't bet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're right. What was the bet? I th- there was no bet. It was just like, hey, this will be a badass way to start this thing off. Yeah, but it makes no sense. I thought he was gonna have him fight one of those guys or both of them. No, the like, bet was, hey, what if uh, if 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 I'm right and this guy gets destroyed in the next minute and a half, you got to give me your armor. If not, then I just give you the information for free. And he's like, I'm not betting. He's like, oh, okay. I'm going to kill him anyway, just to show you that I'm... I have control. I mean business. Right. Yeah. See, he should have put Mando in the fight against the two guards. And I, you know, again, now I'm entertained. But I didn't get I was not... The the, the two guards were throwing me out. I'm like, cool, Gamarian guards, but they don't look like that. Um, That's what I remember. But again, that's just being... Maybe it's being hypocritical. I don't know, but it was throwing me out of the moment because I'm like, that's not what they look like. Now, I'm about to say that's fair, Dan, because the the first iteration of the Gamorrean Guards is a Return of the Jedi. So that's ingrained into your head. They were my favorite characters. Yes. Like from Jabba's Palace, your boy that got eaten when he was trapped in there. Yeah. I mean, you know what they look like because of what happened. And they look a little different. Yeah, yes. so that's why I said the Empire after the Empire, it's been a little rough for those guys. Empire wasn't feeding them. <laughs> you know, there's no Empire to feed them, so they didn't have to. Say, oh, was Jabba it. wasn't around. I don't that's know what happened it. to Jabba, but Jabba ain't taking he care ain't of them. There, you That's know, why they got to fight. There's emaciated guards. But the worst part of that opening scene was okay. The guy runs out. He snags him in the wire. Hangs up. Oh no, kill me! I promise you won't die by my hand. That's so broke. Yeah. It's like who didn't know. What he was going to do next. And it's like, oh my God, it's just so hackneyed. It, it, like, you could see it coming a mile away. I wanted to say, John Leguizamo, you're only lasting for one episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I'm the guy and I'm hanging there, like, well, that sounds ominous. Why don't you just say, I won't die? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just cut me down first? Anything. Just, <laughs> I, you will not die by my hand. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, just before I give you, could you just clarify this one right. little point for me? Because like, that, sounded, that sounded like foreshadowing. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. But what were those things? What were those Jawas that were naked? No, they weren't Jawas. You know what? At first, I thought they were Jawas, but they had that red menacing glow. And I was like, oh, wait, no. That Jawa's a yellow eye. Uh, There's yeah. some kind of flesh-eating creature that only comes out at night. I didn't know what that was. So then he walked away. And the guy was like, rah, rah. And then like, all these little red dots came out. I'm like, okay, well... I'm not intimidated by that at all. As soon as I saw it, I was like, y'all should have called Orkin. Yeah. <laughs> y'all going to fights, the only thing keeping y'all alive is a street lamp? I was going to say, should you have more street lamps than that? If you turn the street lamp off and all the gribblers come out and start eating your should you have more lights out there? You got to take you. care of that. Look, listeners, I mean, I know we're being honest about our, our opinions on this show. And if you love it, we'd love to hear from you. Show a magic over the comp. But anyway, I mean, we're going to continue on because there's a lot to unpack. Did you like the gribblers, Kevin, that came out? Whatever that was. Less. It's it's a good way to off that character if they didn't want him to continue, but it wasn't nece- it wasn't necessary. I didn't have a problem with the gremlins. I had a problem with the logic behind it because it just seemed stupid that the guy would give up the information knowing that he purposely said it in a way that 
clearly indicated that he was going to let him die. Hey, you know what, though? The first intro you have of Bando in the first season is hardcore. You know, everybody's, you know. Oh, yeah. He splits the dude through that door. door he splits, he's doing, yeah. you're like, holy crap. And all that. I think that's what they were going for. Did it work this time? No, it did no. not. It did not. It did it not. Didn't. Lee, did it work for you? Um, No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it was just, you know, it's whatever. No, if you put him in the spot where he's fighting the guards or he has to fight his way out or maybe that John Leguizamo character sends all his bodyguards after him and Mando has to do his thing and the child helps, whatever, that might have been cool. But yeah, that first intro part, no, that was weak. I mean, not to jump, but in that first episode, if they had, if he had actually found a Mandalorian to help him, I would have been okay with this second, ep- maybe the second episode. Okay. But right. I don't know. The second episode. We could just, oh, we could just jump. Yeah. No, right. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to leave yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. leave don't, yet. Don't, don't leave, first leave baby. Right, don't right. leave. We uh, keep it. Let's just stand this first episode. All right. All right, right so, fair. Okay. Because I've got a ton of stuff. Lay it out because we're probably going to build off of sure. this. Yeah. So let's, okay. let Lee, go ahead and say your piece and then we'll go over to Danny. So Lee, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say that just like I had the same opinion about him that I had with um, the, the the villain in the, in the first season. It's like he sat down, poured the whatever, took his helmet off, and I was like, ooh, who's he going to be? And then I saw it was him. I'm like, the dude from the Santa Clarita diet is on here? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my daughter said. <laughs> I recognized his voice immediately, and I'm like, no, not here. I, did, I didn't, but I'm not real good with that. Like, my wife will tell you I'm the worst with, like, like, oh, that guy was in so-and-so, or this guy was in this and that. I'm like, I'm the worst with that kind of stuff. Like, she knows, like, she can hear someone's voice and be like, oh, I know who that is. Like, I'm the worst with that. So that didn't. And and then I'm just going to say one more thing, and I'll let you guys roll roll hard, but why did it even have to be like a cowboy thing? Like he's the only one that talks like this. No one else is talking like a redneck because the character that he was, that is my opinion, but the character that he wasn't justified was a cowboy cop. No, I get that. But I'm saying like for this show, why did it have to be? Why did he have to have be the only one with the cowboy accent? Like, I, no I, one else talked like that. I think it was just because John Favreau was trying to do a Western style episode. Uh, that's the only thing I can come up with with that because clearly there was enough in there to give you that impression. Right, they had to, that enough kinda... callbacks that it was kind of purposeful that these are choices that we're making. But I mean, there again, I mean, you know, Timothy Olyphant just seems to play that same character. I mean, he didn't justify Deadwood. I do, uh, I do love Justify. Once upon a time in Hollywood, he yes, was like, yes, yes, oh, I right. watched that. Yeah, okay. Did we really need to bring back the girl who looked like Ripley from Aliens, but talks like the <laughs> the best friend, like the sassy best friend from any '80s sitcom? Like that woman should be working at Mel's Diner with Allison Vera. <laughs> I don't know what the. F- She's doing. Wait, which one are we talking about? The, the, when she lands in tattoo, when he lands in tattoo, Amy Sedaris character. Yes, oh, Amy Sedaris. Oh. She's got the robot, the droids, yes, the, okay. the mechanic droids. Thank the force. <laughs> yes, thank yes. the force. <laughs> that wig is terrible. You're right. She does belong in Mel's. Thank diner. the force. <laughs> Well, it's like the the Ripley wig, but like the Mel's Diner attitude. Like yeah. any eighties, any eight two two seven, yeah. she would have fit just fine in two two seven. She just does not fit <laughs> in this Star Wars story. I I, I don't get it. I, oh, he likes droids now. Go ahead, yeah, fix it. Yeah, you like, <laughs> fix I the like, Razor you Crest. Me, you want me to leave the? You want to leave the baby here? I'm gonna I take care of the baby. If he ever buds or whatever, I want to. I want one of them. No, but yeah. my, my biggest problem with this okay my biggest problem with this episode this is my my the worst criticism episode, episode, episode one the first one, one. First one. First one. the crate dragon episode the, the crate dragon episode this is the one where i'm like again there's so many logical fallacies 
he sees him. He's like, take the armor off. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Even though he keeps taking the damn helmet. He sees him in two seconds. He's already got the helmet off. He's like, well, I guess we're going to do this now. And he's already grabbing for his gun. He didn't put the freaking helmet on. And I'm like, shoot the dude in the head. That's it. There's your, there's your armor right there. But they're, they're squaring off to get into it. The crate dragon comes on by and he's like, tell you what, you help me kill that thing. I'll give him my armor. Deal. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a weird proposal. Well, he's like, "Deal." And I'm like, "Why don't you just kill him? Why are you going to kill the 50-yard long monster? <laughs> You're going to wait. What? Why would you do this instead of just killing the guy who took the Mandalorian armor?" Yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a fair point. It would have been nice to have a little more mystery uh with 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 the you know, I would just call it Boba Raylan. It would have been nice to have a little more mystery. I'll be that. honest. I, at first, I thought, I was like, well, maybe, you know, he did that because, you know, he owed some help to the Sand People. But then, like, when you just said that, he still could have killed the dude and still helped the Sand People kill the Krayt Dragon. Right. And it's still taking the armor. Yeah, I mean, it's the still guy taking like, the armor. Yeah. He's only got two pieces of armor, a helmet that he keeps taking off. And a jetpack and not do much. You, do you make the argument, do you make the argument here that, since Mando's a good guy, and then like you know, Boba Raylan was the law of that area. He he respected him as being part of the law. Maybe that's why he don't shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the arm. I don't care. Shoot like him he's, in the arm. He's not that protected. Shoot his arm off. Well, that's true. He yeah. shoot him in the leg. Take the take the armor and walk off. Why would you agree to kill a fifty yard long monster as opposed to just killing one dude? <laughs> <laughs> that you could probably take in a fight. Yeah, and just for the listeners, if you if you want to argue the sand people wanted to do it too, he didn't find out the sand people wanted to do it until they found him again. Right. The, the sand people were just weird, but okay. Yeah, you know, it's 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 those guys. The Maybe Tuscan he's like, Raiders. dude, you're a good dude, but he doesn't even get to know who he is or where he came from until he goes on that little journey with him. And even that journey with him where Timothy Olyphant's like, yeah, they attack the bar, and I go wandering off, and look at me, I've got these crystals, and I'm about ready to die, and these Jawas saved my life. And I want yeah. the armor. And give yeah. me the armor. And it's like, they just saved your life. You could have just died in the desert. Give him the f- crystals and say thank you for saving my life. Well, no, but now he's got to walk back home in the desert unless he's going to live with the Jawas. But they gave him a ride, apparently, too. I don't know if that was part of the deal, but I mean, the Jawas picked him up. They gave him water. Well, come on, who want to live with Jawas, though? I, that's a great question. Better than dying <laughs> in the desert. This is true, but they ain't going to kick him back out. Like, you done. Unless you help us salvage stuff, you out of our well, But here's the thing. It's like, you know, if I was a Jawa, I'd be like, look, I gave you transfer. I saved your ass. But I guess Jawas are so simple-minded that they're like, hey, we got to trade something for something, even though they already traded something for something. Well, if I was a Jawas, I'd be like, wait, you want water? Give me these crystals. Because that water... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. ...is worth the crystals. I yeah. saved your butt, so I already traded something. Or get out. Why don't you need to trade something else? Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know how much those crystals were worth to the Jawas, but I mean, maybe like... Millions of dollars. Get out of here. I, I guarantee you, the water was worth more to him on the edge of death than the crystals were worth to the Jawas. Now, remember, whoever... Now, what was it that... Who was it? Like, the Empire... Remember, they had the little video. They had, like, the party, and then it was, like... That was a cool party, where the, uh, then they showed the Death Star blowing oh, up. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, and then, like, there was that weird... What was it? Like, a the mining, mining The mining co- uh, collective. Okay, so, like, right there, I thought it was going in a different direction, where I was like, okay, so who's the bad guys in that area? You be wait, it's just miners with... 
rifles? Where's the intimidating? And then they, they look like they were straight out of a Flash Gordon comic book. <laughs> no, they, they sound like from Robotech or whatever right. that's called. Yeah. It, was <laughs> it was straight broke. But to be honest, no, that's straight out of the novel, the aftermath, the series of novels. That's so how they looked? No, they didn't have the look. They, in fact, they changed it for this episode. It's the mining colony. It was a different uh, people that took over that colony, Moss Pelgo. But yeah, it's 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 something different. They adjusted for the series, but it's the same kind of effect. So I'm not justifying it. I just thought it was just like weird. So this is all about justifying because this is a Timmy Elephant show. This is true. I don't. I'm not intimidated by these guys whatsoever. So like, right, they come in, they raid the bar, and it's like, yeah, now they took over our tied up. But I'm like, they're not scary at all. They really have no armor or nothing. You ever seen that video? It was like, oh, you can really dance. <laughs> oh, you can really dance. Wow. We've been dancing for all this time. You want to go into dance? <laughs> go on, do the dance. Do the dance now. Do the dance. Yeah. I don't know if y'all seen that social media going around, but no, it made but me that laugh. Was, that was catchy when you, you pulled that off. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was into what you were doing. Yeah. It was like Spro- yeah. No, they remind me of Sprockets. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. I thought that's what you were doing at first, actually. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's essentially the same thing. No. I don't remember any black turtlenecks, but okay. No, that's the only difference. Yeah. But they weren't intimidating at all to say that they took over this area. They just and, had guns and they shot everybody. And they just yeah. shot everybody, but they weren't, they weren't intimidating. It wasn't a bad villain. And uh, yeah, and the monster. I just kept thinking of Tremors. Um, yeah, that's exactly no, the thing yeah, I was thinking Dunes, of. Dunes, Tremors, all that. All yeah, that. for and, sure. And, and so the funny thing was, was like my... Hannah asked me like what this creature was and like I, I was like yeah well it's kind of like because she was like why did the desert this creature and I was like well it's kind of like a sarlacc and then I had to explain what that was oh that was. bitch ate the sarlacc yeah that okay so that is where I'm with you where I started to lose it past Olafant you know you know Boba Raven Boba Raylan was like okay wait that creature might be big God, but give me a break <laughs> The Sarlacc pit is no joke. Like, that's like the size of a city. That's like a city of teeth. Like, a, at least, at least two city blocks. Yeah, but the, the Sarlacc is pretty stationary. It can't go anywhere. Like, its mouth is exactly in that hole. Like, if you can attack it from the side, which I guess it looks but like But still teeth. That's the memory. Yeah, that's but the if, you, if, you, if you come from behind, though, it's no problem. Right. The Sarlacc it doesn't move. It's stationary. It's stuck in the ground. So you you accept that this thing I could accept, take the Sarlacc? I accept that it could take the Sarlacc. What I could not accept is like the Sarlacc. I mean, was it the same Sarlacc from Return of the Jedi? Because I mean, because I mean, he seemed to be on a mountain. The Sarlacc must have been on top of a mountain. So it would seem to be no. Because I mean, for him to be able to burrow into that mountain and eat the Sarlacc. That seems to suggest that this was a different one, but that's why, like, a lot of people are like, "Oh my God, Boba Fett showed up at the end." And I'm like, "Boba Fett, mother better have showed up at the end." Mandalorian on tattooing, Boba Fett. You see the armor, Boba Fett. Oh, there's a Sarlacc pit, Boba Fett. If Boba Fett doesn't show up, you're pissed by the end of that episode. Oh wait, time out. Season uh, episode two, no Boba Fett, no Boba Fett. We left the planet. Well, but I understood that because I didn't like a lot of people saw Boba Fett at the end. They're like, Boba Fett, he's in the series and he's going to do. I just took it as, yeah, this dude knows that there's armors out there. He knows that things are going. He doesn't look like somebody who's ready to get involved. That's the thing. Like people assume Boba Fett, but it could also be a clone. Because as we know from Rebels and those are Star Wars fans, we know there are clones that are still living. Granted, yes, because of the accelerated aging, Rex and this gang might have been like really old. But still, who knows? I agree. Look, I think it actually is the Boba Fett. I do think that that is the case. But 
I am not yet sure whether or not he is a major player in this or not. Now, here's it. Okay, so that's fair. That's a fair thing that you put out because I totally just watched it and I saw the dude. I was like, okay, well, obviously he knows something. But then that means that, again, like you say, you go to the next episode, like you say, Kevin, no Boba Fett. That means that episode one has no point whatsoever, like just absolutely none. Okay, it, well, can I just say something real quick? Like we seem to want to go to the next episode, and I'm cool with that. But can I just give him a last minute? Yes, no, I'm Please sorry. Do. Yeah, I was just relating that part no, to that no, no, part. No. I didn't want to go into it. I know what it. you're yeah. saying, but it, it seems like we need to transition. So let me just give me my last major Not problem. Many, no, just let it let it all out, and then maybe we'll address all of that with, that you get to let out. And, and it's, it's important because this is the first episode that they decided to lead the second season with. So Danny, I was yes. just happy to see Raylan, and I'm, yes. I'm walking yes, away. Please. This is the one I think this is the most logical plot holes in. So the whole idea of killing the crate dragon. Is it just me or did in like my first idea was, well, why don't you put some explosives on one of the Banthas and let him go ahead and eat it and then blow him up? Which is what they yes. did is ultimately, right? Ultimately, that's what Jaws. They, the Jaws plot line. Exactly. Yes. Jaws, Men in Black. Yes. Did the exact same thing. Tremors. Sharknado did it. Like the whole thing, as soon as I hear like, well, he likes to eat the Banthas, put some explosives on there. And when he swallows it, boom, you blow him up. They even said his weak points, the belly. But instead, they're going to go ahead and fight him and get, you know, acid spit. Oh, look, spit. Weird. Oh. But except for that one time when they had the Bantha versus the Tuscan Raider to choose from and they ate the Tuscan Raider. And that yes. was, I think that was only for them to go back to the town and say, it eats people. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's the thing. It's a, it's a, it's a creature. It has to feed. Yes. At some point in time, it's going to be like. I can eat 80 of these sand people or I can eat one of these banthas and, and feel pretty satiated. Why was that not the first thing that they tried? I mean, as, as long as this monster's been terrifying the town and, and, and causing them grief, how did they never think to try to put some explosives on one of the banthas, put them out there, and let the thing eat it and then blow it up? I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe they didn't have access to explosives. Maybe the Tuscan Raiders. But they didn't were there. That was their explosives. Remember, they're loading them up on the. And yeah, like, but that oh. was that was most Pelgos explosives. Right. No, I'm talking about the Tuscan Raiders. Maybe, maybe. Well, I'm thinking about something different because the Tuscan Raiders have been around forever dealing with this monster. So I was thinking that maybe you're asking why the Tuscan Raiders. Didn't no, I'm about asking this. about the town because like we oh, got more because yeah, yeah, yeah. Timothy Olyphant was very specific that this monster has been terrorizing this town for a long, long, long yeah. time. And yeah, and I'm thinking like why didn't the, yeah? And when you said that, I, I realize what you're saying now. But I I was thinking like why didn't the Tuscan Raiders have how many years they've been dealing with this monster? Didn't think about this because they couldn't they couldn't get the supplies for the biters because they well, had the didn't know that. get a lot. I didn't I didn't realize right, that, that they didn't think about that. No, that's all. Good, it's yeah, good. They may, because they've been terrorizing the miners. But no, to Danny's point, that makes total sense. Can, well, can I say this one thing about the bandit thing? All right, so this one thing I thought was funny. Oh, Banthas are slow. No, <laughs> this was yeah, but this was hilarious. I I did laugh when the one that we'll call the explosive banter when uh, when it knew that it was its time when Mando was with it, and like it saw the thing coming, and the bandit looked yeah. was like, "No, oh, he I said, oh, no, I'm yeah, going.'" Yeah, the, like, "No, no. stay he here." He was like, "Stay." Me. I I thought I was like, "Hey, you know what? Points on that because like if I'm a bandit, I saw my people getting eaten, and, and like y'all put explosives <laughs> on me, and then I knew this thing is coming. I'm like, I'm breaking out of this." And uh, man was like, no, stay in the bed. I was like, rah, rah, no. Oh, I, I laughed. I personally I did. I fell for that bantha. I, I didn't did feel too. for it. I just laughed. No, I'm with Kevin. I'm like, 
damn, dude, like, okay, shoot, you know, you're going to get eaten. Why are you holding me here to die with you? I didn't ask for this. Dude, I'd be like, mother you have armor. Put yes. the explosive on your ass. Yeah. And then you have electricity so you can escape and leave the explosives. Right. Leave my happy ass where I can just <laughs> graze on the desert. You just watched too much National Geographic on uh, Disney+. That Plus. must be that it, No, <laughs> No, I felt for the Banthas because the Banthas were cute. Yeah, no, it was cute. It was just funny to watch that one had enough sense. But the other ones didn't know. That one knew. That was funny. Like, that was the most... Like the, the most sentient one, one yeah. out of all the bands. That, that's why I felt for him because he knew it was like, no, you setting my ass up, motherfucker. No, I, if I wouldn't, if I thought I was just carrying these explosives, I didn't realize I was live bait. <laughs> I'm not bait. I'm getting the f- out of here. Hey, Jamie Fox. Hey, bait. Don't do me like this. Who <laughs> you, Mando? I'm a banter. I'm a human. So that was my last huge problem with it. Is the whole idea that this this idea never occurred to them. That should have been idea number one. This thing needs to eat. It likes banthas. Rig a bantha. Especially in the beginning of the episode where they do see him eating a bantha in the town when they, they first encounter the, the crate dragon. Yep. I'm with you. That that and I, I don't know why, but I thought the length of time on the episodes were like forty five minutes. I I I realized it was pretty close to an hour so really the first you, one was longer longer than usual yeah because i was because i'm with y'all like you could have easily have just handled the crate dragon thing really quick and then dealt with the problem at hand which was finding another mandalorian and you would have had a really good story right there. but they don't want to find another mandalorian because then they have to move on with the story and i don't know if they have one in mind <laughs> I tell you what, I wish they would have had at least in the first episode a Mandalorian he interacted with, and I would have bought into the story. I agree. It would have, it would have locked in the story, the entire story arc for the eight episodes that he was trying to progress that child to the rest of his kind. At least give me something to chase. Yes. yes. Oh, he yeah, because if he'd have read across another Mandalorian, you could have easily gave that character something like, "Hey, I heard you, you know, you caused our race to be like evaporated." You fought our race for this child. Why should I help you? Now you have Mando and whatever this character would be that's a fellow Mandalorian working it out, building your character development right there. That's the thing. That would have been strong enough to take me through episode two, which we're about to discuss because I thought that was probably freaking weak. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, because if there was a Mandalorian in the first episode, I would have forgiven the second episode because it happens on your journey. I'll give you that. On a hero's journey happens and you get you know the x-wings come up and whatever else and but if you had given me that mandalorian that he would have interacted with to help him on his journey in the first episode i would have been okay with the second but they didn't give me that and now here we are with freaking chamber of secrets harry potter mandalorian why you call can i ask really quick before we get into it why you call it chamber of secrets mandalorian in harry potter chamber of secrets harry potter has to fight off aragog and his children which is a den of spiders and escape which uh. is exactly what mando and the frog lady and the child had to do the exact same thing oh time out, time okay. out, time out, time out. yes two things one i will give the devil to that fight with the crate dragon though was cool when he starts spewing out that acid spit I'm like, whoa, we can do that? I had no idea. Didn't like, see that coming. I didn't know that's in either. the books. 
but I thought I was invested at that point in time. And that's the good thing about this show is even when it doesn't make sense, the visual spectacle of it is, is amazing. That's fair. We should have put a positive. And I'll, I'll yeah. give you that, Brandon, because it's like a practical way that it can defend itself. Second point, the way that episode should have ended is instead of, you know, with that faraway shot, you should have had Mando. He, he gets his stuff off. He loads up the speeder bike. Next thing you know, he's back at tattooing. He's getting ready to get on the ship. And as he's walking to his ship with everything, sitting there as Boba Fett saying, you've got something that belongs to me. Credits. Yes. Credits. I, I would have came. And that... <laughs> I, no, seriously, I would have. That That's why he's awesome. a very good storyteller. That would have been awesome. <laughs> and I would have forgotten everything wrong that happened up until that point because I've been so geeked up to see how it was going to progress. Because when I saw Boba Fett at the end there, I'm like, they're giving me nothing to believe that this dude's going to be in the next episode, the episode after that, or even the episode after that. Hopefully, cross fingers, he shows up again at some point. Uh, I was about to say, would, would that have been enough to take you through the second episode? I, I would have given him the episode 30 minutes, but if all that happened was Django Fett was like, thanks for the armor, see you later, and then this exact same shit happened, I'd be like, this episode. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Lee, what do you think? Yeah, you convinced me this is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't trying to convince. No, there was, was no convince. Like I, I said in the beginning, it was the nostalgia of seeing a, a, a guy that I liked playing a character that I liked in a spacesuit. It's just the whole Boba Fett thing, man. If you put Boba Fett in anything, we're going to. We're going to get a hard on. But I, I tell you what, if, if they had done what Danny had said, I would be itching for the next Friday to come up where I can watch the next episode. Exactly. Yeah. That's good continuance. And, can I say, like, and we're spotting them the hard on, <laughs> to, your, to, to use your analogy. We're spotting them the hard on because it's not like this is the original Boba Fett. This is a guy who donned the costume in Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Sure, sure, sure. Jedi. Yeah. This is a guy who's never donned the Boba Fett costume. He was Jango Fett. Uh, maybe he's voiced him in, in something or another that I'm just not aware of. But we're spotting you that we're just so geeked up for this. Just give us that and we're cool. But instead, we get an old man in the, you know, in pajamas. Just standing there and just know. in the black and you get the big dick uh, uh, speeder bike scene, right. which was not need to be in there. All right. So do you have, did you, because I want to make sure, did you? you no, I'm, I'm ready to move on. This yeah, one. we're rolling to episode two. Can I take this one? You want Go to take it? Okay, good. Because I, I wanted to know what the Chamber of Secrets thing was. So I'm glad you clarified that because I totally would have waited for Bill Pax to show. I'm like, game over, man. Game over. <laughs> but, uh, he yeah. He's waiting for a while. He ain't working I, that it, much. Yeah, he's not going to be doing much. But uh, I thought, okay, so, like, yeah, they do it where, you know, she's got to help a frog chick. And so I'm, I'm not feeling the frog chick at all. Uh, that's a weird ass character with a bunch of Nerf balls in a big container, like that's equivalent of a lava lamp to me. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not invested in this thing. Even Mando himself says, "What am I, taxi service?" So right there, it's a. I funny mean, you line. don't care that it's the last of its kind. I mean, okay. You're making me jump, but that's a fair question. Okay. No. That's what, that's All right. Then, okay. Yeah, then yeah, never yeah. mind. Kevin went right to where I want to go. I know that. I was just going to kind of lay it out. You lay the butt like. No, no, no. no. Keep, going, keep going. Keep going. I'm following with your question. No, 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 no. Go with your thought, and we'll get to my question. All right. Because your question lead. It didn't work. Uh, so, so yes. So, she comes out, and she's and so he, Mando himself makes the joke, I'm a taxi service. And, like, I thought that was funny. I knew when he said that line, I was like, this show is going to be flat. I just knew it because it just didn't because you know what I mean like it had no gravitas there was nothing in there where you knew he was being challenged it was just going to be something where 
he was just doing something. And those shows always fall flat. You know, it's outside of his range of what he's supposed to do. It's like he should just turn his screen right there and I'll say no. You seen this big graphic of like filler episode. Yeah. And then yeah. boom, right cut back. Exactly. Like, would you like to bring these eggs to this planet? No. But she knows this and that. Now well f her. She's a frog. Go play frog. But the child thinks it's delicious. Okay, so like that's weird. Okay. Like that part was weird. Uh and I want to jump back to your question about the species, but uh, then watching baby Yoda who has a mouth that's like two inches eat something that's bigger than that and you never really kind of see you, you see him eat it but you don't really see him eat it you know what i'm saying it's like this is ball and then it disappears so i was like okay uh, well, why don't you like okay this, this is a spoiler so why don't you explain exactly what you're talking about here so the baby yoda okay so this frog lady she has some eggs and this is her offspring and this is her legacy and or her husband's legacy i should say her husband well. went to another planet to and he's fertilized the legacy egg. of the species yes, yes. He went and set up an area in a planet that was habitable so that his kids could have a place to live. So basically, it'd be like, you know, he's be, Abraham. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> you, you have a, a, a couple with kids and then they say, we don't make enough in this state. So, hey, honey, I'll find a job in another state. And I'll make sure this works. And then you and the well, family got move over. Money I'll send for you. Exactly. Yes. It's pretty much the same thing. Totally get that. But he doesn't come back for her. I don't know if that means she's a bad wife or he has a real high, you know, high maintenance job. Not oh, I really thought sure. he was dead or something. No, he's no, there. No, no. I, th- he, I think Eli's right. I think he was still living. He's still okay. there. She's she, going to go meet up with him. She was going to go meet up with him. But I mean, damn, that's a cold ass husband, right? You don't even sit a transport for your lady, your future nerf eggs babies or whatever. <laughs> right. So like that's a that's a man that's confident in his worth. And his woman, yeah. Or he's getting something on the side. He hitting up another frog chick, being like, yeah, baby, just wait. I'm trying to make sure things are situated. Get some side tadpole. I'm getting, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting some side reptile on this thing. <laughs> Ribbit. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I hated this episode. I just I just did. And, and, and so he's got to go ahead. He's got to bring the, the frog chick. And then Baby Yoda has an affinity for this offspring. Like, they're like little eggs. In well, this. he eats frogs. We found that out yes. from the first season. But, he, but they're just eggs. They haven't hatched or anything, but he keeps going in and eating it. And at first, it's kind of quirky, but he just keeps doing it. And so they're like, man, those like, stop, stop. Right? Every, throughout and the frog the lady never catches him. That's the... Okay, so like... But she suspects him. She suspects him, but the funny... Okay, so let's just go to what Kevin's question was. was what else the last speeches do you care? Obviously, the mom didn't care because like... No, she cared because she clutched it a little closer. She clutched it towards When she the, started to figure out, hey, hey, hey. Come on you're now. You're eyeing this a little bit too closely. Wait. Quit eating my eggs. But he'd been eating the eggs like the whole episode, right? Okay. So like there's a whole tube. Let's say there were 12 eggs. I, I didn't really... Paul hit it, pause and count it. I didn't get that deep. Even when she was floating in her ice bath. Oh, her spa day? She took a spa day? (laughs) She like, Mama just needs a spa day. God, I mean, me, my children. I just want to relax. You're not even adequately describing this episode. So, like, yeah, she's being transported with all her eggs. They get attacked. Not attacked. They get discovered. They're discovered by the X-Wing in the New Republic, and he's trying to escape in the Razor Crest. Yes. And he ends up in this ice cavern. And for whatever reason... Why did that happen? Because uh, the X-Wing fighters, they're like, hey, look, we need to figure out, are you Imperial or not? And he didn't want to ping. He was in an Imperial... Yeah, he didn't want to ping. He didn't have the technology to say, hey, look, I'm okay. He didn't want to reveal it. Because he knows he's wanted and all that kind of stuff. So he tries to evade them. He crash lands in the ice. 
He thinks he's lost them. Cool scene. But it's... He's really sleepy. <laughs> the Mandalorian is very sleepy this episode. If you haven't noticed yeah, that, that's he, just, funny. he just kept wanting to go to sleep. Like, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep, and the ship will fly itself, and, oh, okay, wait, something's happening. Let me let me wake up. Okay, we just crash-landed. I can fix the ship, or, you know, we can all take a nap. I just want to sleep. Very tired Mandalorian. Let's just kill the crate dragon. Give tired me some rest. <laughs> it's like Frog Woman. Give me some rest. Yeah, she was all. She's like, when are we gonna get to my planet? Like, what you do? You want to fix this ship? Well, don't you sleep before you go on the trip? <laughs> like, if you go to Disney World, you stay up all night <laughs> and then drive eight hours. <laughs> no, you sleep. And then you go. This motherfucker's like, dude, I, I, just leave me alone. I'm just going to kick back. I just need to sleep. Need to be in my compartment. You know, Sleepy Mandalorian. He had to dodge two X-Wing fighters and do that, you know, big hunk with that big hunk of junk and in the clouds and then in the ice and it fell through. Baby, he was really stressed. And, and he when did go Baby off. Yoda turn into Scooby-Doo where he's just going to eat anything and everything and get everybody in trouble? That's what I'm saying. Yes. He had <laughs> yes. no point in that episode. But, but can I say real quick, when the X-Wing wings like open their spoilers i kind of got a heart on oh, i was yeah, like no, yes it was like it's all like, like all right like you saw they're like Chow. i i i thought that was pretty intense but i came up was like okay i feel a little suspense he can't you know do what they're asking like i felt like as a brother man i felt like oh shoot this is like the cops I don't hey, know. a little <laughs> trivia uh trivia one of those guys was dave filoni Oh, the, 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 the producer! Yeah, the producer that worked with Steven Spielberg that knows the story that does a really good job with these things. No, they were fun until you know what they were cool until they actually showed them. Then I wasn't as intimidated. Like it was like, wow, okay, those guys are fierce. But then, like, what's they showed like. Yeah, dudes applying for retirement. Yeah, one of those dudes like, made Porkins look in shape. Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to. To be honest, we could get to that later. But to be honest with you, I didn't even want to touch that part of it because I was like, that's what ended up killing it uh, for me. But with the X Wing guys, the X Wing guys picking. Oh, off when the they spider. were picking off the spider. Yeah, because okay. I was like, well, nah, this is pointless. Okay, okay. So then again, we're getting too far ahead. Yeah, yeah we got so too what, far ahead. All right, so they crash land on the ice planet, and then the the the, the frog lady. Uh, is trying to get Mandy because Mando's sleepy and she's trying to get him to wake up. So she figured out a way to patch into this droid's head. Oh, that was yeah, the, the one that he he destroyed in the first. That season. was freaky. Yes. Right, and then the the episode with Bill Burr. Yes, and she's able to talk through him, and it's kind of freaky. And you're like Mandalorian, but it's it's freaky, but it's lame, but it's 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 needed though. <laughs> but it's free. It's it's it's. I get it, but it's not needed because I'm like, well, she's going to tell him something that he doesn't know. But no, she basically tells him the same old he already knows. Actually, she, you know what? You're right. But on top of that, even me and Hannah watched that part. Hannah was like, wow, that bitch is cold. Because she's like, because she's like, I thought Mandalorians are supposed to keep their promise. But I guess that's just children's tales. I'm like, hey, listen, if you're the person that's driving. And you insult the driver, you can find yourself kicked out. Yeah, but how many times you get in a car wreck and be like, "Well, it's kind of late. I'm going to sleep real quick. We'll wait. Until, <laughs> we'll wait until morning, and then we'll call the cops or we'll get." No, a they, they would probably like, "No, you probably have a concussion. We need to take you to the hospital. Wait, yeah, don't take sleep. You. That's the first thing. You don't sleep because you might have got hurt. That's it. Good point, Lee. So they, they crash land. She speaks through the droid. And she t- she convinces him that he needs help. So now he starts welding the ship back together so they can fly out of there. And then when he goes back, like the child's like, "Hey, you need to go check something out." And he's like, "What? What are you trying? I can't speak Yoda." And then like he realizes, <laughs> for whatever reason, this woman found a hot springs 
in the middle of ice. Yeah, that was weird. Like she just went out exploring and just bumble stumbled across some ice that allowed for her to have a jacuzzi day. Yeah, and you know, frog chicks need that. Uh, frog chicks' lives matter. And she let her eggs kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, melt or which bolt. Well, uh, yeah, feel the marinate. 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 You, gotta let, you gotta let the eggs marinate. But before you get to, but before that point. Okay, so we caught up to what you want to say. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it piggybacked. Okay, now let me make sure I want to I want to throw this out just to make sure I got this right. Now, Baby Yoda can repel fire, right? We saw that in the first what season. The four, yes. Okay, he can lift. Uh, he lift that big old buffalo with the horn in the second episode. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes. Okay, so why he couldn't help Mando like move some of the metal to the ship? While he was trying to fix it, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like while he was trying to repair, he could be like, "Hey, baby, you want to send me that? Give me the pliers." Uh, well, something I, like that. I'm okay with that because I think, like, you know, again, there's a communication gap between not just the frog lady and Mando, but Mando and Baby Yoda. Because clearly, Baby Yoda doesn't understand. No, well, stop yeah. eating this woman's stop. children. Well, you know, but you got to eat. And when did Baby Yoda turn into Mike Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat your children. Yeah, <laughs> eat all your babies. No, I. They had a better connection in the first season towards the end than they do in these first two episodes now. Yes. No, I totally agree you with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, you want an example? Outside of this is This goes back to my ship point. Now, remember, in the first season, he's hurt. And then, like, Baby Yoda, they don't talk. Baby Yoda try to... Blah, eh, 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 and to touch him, to heal him. And he's like, don't touch me. I don't know what you're doing. Now, in this part, y'all can't get out of this freaking ice hole you know whatever like <laughs> baby yoda i get it the eggs taste good but you don't want get out don't you want give the man like a little piece of metal or something can't you do your little lift he does no force stuff is my point but okay so spy he's, in an ice hole. he's a gimmick yeah <laughs> he's an yeah. ice hole he's an ice hole you know absolutely and, and really everybody's like oh he's cute like hannah actually said she actually said this she was like based upon his Coos like the sound. She's like, I could tell when he's scared and when he's not able to see. That's why you own a pet and I don't. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, Gizmo was cute. Alf was cute. Everything has a shelf life. Yeah, but they always. Baby Yoda's still sitting on the shelf at the Disney store. <laughs> ain't getting my money. Ain't getting my. So, Frog Lady's having the spa day. Baby Yoda's eating. Yeah, he's eating the eggs still. And then you have the weird alien pod thing. Well, that's when, like, so now, again, this is when Baby Yoda turns into Scooby-Doo, where the Mando's like, look, you can't be here. We don't know what's out here. You need to get back to the ship. I can't protect you. We need it. You want to leave. I'm trying to get you to leave. And as he does that, Baby Yoda eats something else. And it turns out to be a little baby spider. And that, for whatever reason, makes the other baby spiders hatch. It reminded me of Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. It reminded me exactly. of Gremlins. Yes. Yeah, like gremlins, gremlins or whatever. Aliens, yeah, 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 enough to wake him up. Any of that. And the little baby spiders uh, attack until you see mama spider. And boy, she mad. She and was that was intense. She's not happy. That was an intense graphic right there. When yeah. she comes out the whole visually, yeah. that was intense. Frog lady uses her tongue to grab her clothes because she don't want to be seen frog naked. <laughs> frog naked. <laughs> yeah. yeah in, a, in a stressful moment where you're about to get eaten by a spider, get dressed first. I never <laughs> saw frog this before I got gypped to that. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my mama. Hello, my baby. Rack some gal. Yeah. yeah, but that's a dude. 
Yeah, and then uh, just as they're they're yeah, they having trouble, that they, they 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 shut the door. Man was able to do that. Then Mama, he, who he thinks is dead, attacks again, and they think they're done for because he's breached a halt. And then the two Tie Fighter pilots show up, blast Mama away save the day and now it's up to mando to go ahead and be like all right cool we're we're good let me weld this thing back together as best as we can and get out of here and that's the end of the episode right oh my god the way it ended where he like flies off that that's great yeah it looks like a freaking national lampoon vacation like fred sanford vehicle yeah it looks terrible I got a broken door while flying this Razor space. Crest National Lampoon Vacation. That's what I saw. Okay, really quick. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Quick now, way to sum that up. Thank you up. for that. Yes, thank you. Now, okay, so the part where Mama Spider comes out, all the other spiders come out, cool seed. But you know what took me out of that was Frog Mama doing that weird leap jump thing. And oh, where she turned, she said, screw this, walking. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be a frog and just like, just jump. And she didn't get any farther than Mando. Exactly. <laughs> like doing it, that. It was a weird, it was a weird visual because there was a lot happening. So she's doing this jump. It's distracted. Mando's doing the shooting. The spires are coming out everywhere. It's like they stopped it and just said CG moment, guys. And then when Dude, yeah. I thought she'd be like Derrick Henry and take off. Yes. I thought she was gonna use her tongue. I thought they were establishing when she used her tongue to get the clothes. I thought she was gonna like whiplash a couple of them or something. You know what I mean? Like I just I thought she was going to do something else More. that would add yeah, that would add to that character because otherwise that character was a pain in the ass. I mean, you know, if if she if Mando says no, you don't need this episode. It has no relevance whatsoever. Well, it's like the, the previous episode. If Mando says, uh, no, Timothy Oliphant, I am not killing this dragon. I'm just going to kill you. You don't have that whole episode. That's fair. But at least you have you at least have like an interaction that has to happen in that first episode. Meaning, you know, Oliphant has the armor. Mando is going to get the armor in this particular one. This chick serves no purpose whatsoever with the frogling. It's almost like a favor to Alice. I can see that because the first episode he was told there was a Mandalorian on Tatooine. Maybe the Timmy Alphonse character was mistaken as a Mandalorian. But the second episode... Yeah, he's kind of doing. It's like, okay, I'm a nice guy. I'm gonna help your friend out to get this. Yeah, to get this done. Yeah, but she was helping him out in some because they got some information from that Ant Man dude, which was weird that you would have an ant-man when you have an episode directed by the dude who directed <laughs> ant-man yeah, yeah that's fair no she was helping him out because he he fed him he she fed baby yoda basically no, yeah no, 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 but wasn't there like a reasoning behind it wasn't there some stupid like like she spacious, knew a person did yeah the frog lady knew a person like, yeah like where he was like okay like you know if, if you go ahead and do this this guy will give you information and he's like okay cool you know i need you to take this person because she's a cool person and you vouch for her. I thought that there was something that no, that that was the reason basically. Like the the, the whatever character her name is on Moss Pelga, whatever. I don't remember. Was yeah, you just call her Alice. I I like the Alice analogy. She kind of yeah. she, Alice duped her and duped Mandalorians to transporting this person because she found out that she knew where Mandalorians were. Yeah, oh, but well. at one point in time, he says, deal's off. No way. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing yeah, it. Right. Yes, absolutely. But, but she convinced, he's like, no, 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 no. So it'd be like, you know, so there had to be something in it for him. Well, she's like, so I still remember what I it think was. He, I think he had to, no, you know what it was? I remember now. He had to talk to the husband. The frog husband. He had to talk to the frog husband. So in order to get to the frog husband, he had to bring the frog wife. Okay, uh, there was 
the reasoning. I don't remember that being it, but well, I, I can't dispute it. That makes sense because the second episode is like, okay, we haven't resolved anything with the frog wife, so it's like I expect her to be in episode three next uh, they Friday. They going to the planet, but it's coming Friday. Yes, I want to say this because I'm going to forget it really quick. Yeah, go ahead. The like you you summed it up really good, Danny. The part where the X Men fighter guys came in to shot off the rest of the. Spider. Ice spiders or whatever, which they were. Mama spider was very intimidating, but I, I guess that was the thing. I don't mind in this series if Mando has help. I've seen it and I accept it. You know, Carl Weathers, Gina Carano, the other fellow Mandalorians. That's awesome because he gets overwhelmed if he doesn't have a big gun. If you don't give him a big gun, you got to give him some help. But in this particular case, you're right. He slept. And then, like, the X-Men fighters guy, you know, like, the Rebels helped him. So he kind of, like, bitched out this episode. It wasn't like they teamed up to take down the spider. He just was like, I can't do anything else. And then these guys showed up to help him out, and he talked himself out of an arrest. It was kind of... Makes sense. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird. It's like I said before, the Scooby-Doo, it's like Baby Yoda was Scooby-Doo, and he was Shaggy. You know, and it's like uh, one just wants to sleep and the other one just wants to eat. And it's like their vices get them in trouble all the time. <laughs> I, 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 that's the closest thing I can I can compare it to. Uh, but but my biggest problem with this is like, you know, pick a lane. You know, like the whole, the gravitas of this situation and this mission depends upon you caring that this frog lady and she, she hacked a droid just so you can really hear it in her own words through a droid i suppose like you heard it from alice earlier but just so you could hear it again you heard like her please i can't let my line die with this with 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 my eggs you know just you know if they don't get there and you you, we can't have that happen i didn't even feel as a plea though but it was but that's what made him get up and decide to start fixing the ship so the whole thing that's carrying this story is that you care that this frog lady's children live. But they're using her frog children as, as comedic bait. Yeah. For you like, oh, but here's this little kid eating her children. Her children, yeah. And how does she that? Like, there was a part where she's looking at her, uh, her tube or whatever you call it, container, and it, and it was dropping down. And, and that's like, when she realized and she kind of gripped it yeah, tighter. I wasn't sure if it was about temperature or if it showed her how many kids you got left. But that's the thing. I... As a cat, like that part where she took over the mic for the robot, I it made me like her less. The whole thing made you like her. Like at that that very point there at the end, you've got to be like, hey, "Who gives a f about your kids?" Or you're a f asshole, baby Yoda. Why do you keep <laughs> eating her children? Yeah, this is her her legacy. This is her life. This is what this whole mission's about. And you're just eating them. Or, or Amanda's a bad. Guardian? Well, he's a guardian, but you know, to his sense, like again, he says it before. In this episode, he tells you, he's like, I'm a taxi service. Right. He's reluctant to do it. You're right. Yeah. He's not like, I'll protect her, I'll protect the kids, whatever it takes to get this information, I'm going to do it. Every everybody in this episode is reluctant to do what they need to do. And so the mom is somebody that you're supposed to care about. But for me, it was really hard to care about. Number one. OK, fine. Let's just disregard the fact that she's a female frog. OK, she doesn't stop baby. She doesn't lash a tongue out at baby Yoda to say, hey, stop eating my babies. You know, when she takes over. Yeah, the, she has no awareness of the number of babies she has. Exactly. Uh, she doesn't. When she takes over the android's uh, voice, which was creepy. 
But you saw it was cool. Like it was a way to make that Android relevant again. Make it relevant, but then she was like, "Hey, I want to make sure." Like you said, I want to make sure you know this is important to me. But she didn't come off as someone who said, "Like how I put this." If she had said in the speech, "Hey, I know we're in a tough spot, and thank you for doing what you can do." But listen, like whatever it takes for me to help make sure that I can get my species. To this play to keep him alive, I will do it. I'm going through this, or I'm going through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you're like, okay, yeah, frog lady. You know, like if she says, hey, look, if my species doesn't make it, then I don't know. Rancor monsters run the run the planet. Okay, well now we know the importance of why your species right. needs to survive. Right? In that point, there is no impressive. There's no reason for the species to survive. Yeah, there's nothing that makes me say, you're. I'm only seeing you for one episode. I don't know you. Why do I need to care about you in this instance? Here's the one instance you got. It's like American Idol. Here's your chance to sing. Sing something. And then she sings the worst song ever. Not only that, but she tells you something like we already talked about. She tells you something you already know. But then she insults the guy that is risking his life to make sure... That, help him out yeah, yeah so she's not yeah. even humble about it she's just like man you a punk like essentially i mean it was more colorful than that but she was like you a punk yeah she essentially this is not the mandalorian way that i knew of right. it was just fairy tales so like so she's not stepping up she don't tell you how important it is for her kids to exist in the universe she's not telling you anything was like hey look i know how to fix a ship i know how to use a blaster i could use my tongue to you know satisfy the ice spiders something like she's Literally tells you in that point, I have no relevance to this story whatsoever. All you got to do is make sure baby Yoda don't eat all my cheering and this Nerf ball thing. And he's doing a piss poor job of that. And yeah. Yeah, right? no kidding. Right? So there's nothing about her that makes that episode relevant. I hated the second episode more because... The goofy character in the first episode, I happen to like his show that he did before the Mandalorian a lot. So that carried it over. The second second episode was worse, but the second episode didn't have as many logical plot holes. Like there was just not as much of an effort to give you a plot. Is it fair enough to say, okay, that's that's a fair one. But is it fair enough to say that the second episode takes you out of it so much that you don't really care about what the plot holes are? I care about moving the story arc of him getting Baby Yoda back to his people. But like it's like Daddy said earlier, like he said that way earlier, I think in pre-spoilers, and I cheered back here quietly. I was like, yes, that's the point. That can never happen. It cannot happen. Because the minute he does it, the, the show's over. over. And it, so, like, it's easier to just say, it's easier to run across somebody who's a fake baby. So that means you're telling me that the, this whole entire Mandalorian series is, is based upon him getting Baby Yoda back to his people. I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying that that's a lie. I'm saying that we haven't seen what the real... Uh, th- that's a guess. I don't I know. know. I know what the we'll, true motive is. We'll find. Okay, I do know. So, what do you think? Do you think that Baby Yoda was like a side note, and then the merchandise hit, hit so hard? They're like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I think Baby Yoda was meant to be a part of this from the get go, and that's the idea: is that you have this single dad you know, traveling the universe, <laughs> yeah. trying to trying to prevent. You know, it's like uh, one man and a baby. 
Or one man and a Yoda. <laughs> one man and a Yoda, that's right. Yeah, that, one man and a child. I think that's what it is. But I, to, to what Kevin was saying before, I don't think we've seen... It, it, it's like, what's the, our true enemy has yet to reveal himself. Yeah, okay. Uh, what, what's the movie? I don't know what the movie is. Uh, oh, it's a Godfather. What Godfather, the fuck? What's yeah. wrong with me? I'm Italian. Yeah, Godfather. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you, what's wrong with Our true plot has not yet to reveal himself. I don't think it reveals That's what I think. I, I don't think it reveals itself in this season. But I think I, I think my question is that sh- to keep me invested in the second season shouldn't have give me a tease or something? I think that you're right. I think they're kind of working with this for a little bit, but I think this season is going to go elsewhere. Something else is going to occur where they're going to have to... Now this becomes a new motivation. Like right now, all you have is the motivation of getting Yoda back with his people. Well, I mean, clearly, you, once you do, if if, if Mando finds a, a new baby, a new sect of Yodas, and just delivers them, that's it. The the show's over. So you got to throw something else into it that's going to bring this someplace else, and they just haven't done it yet. So we're gonna at some point in time, we're gonna get a subplot. I do think we're gonna get a subplot. I just don't know when, and I don't know what that's going to be, and I could be wrong. I can tell you what: uh, if if they had resolved the Baby Yoda situation this season, I would be okay with that, as long as they resolve start the resolution towards the reestablishment of the Mandalorian culture. I want to let me say this, and I agree with you. You know what I mean? I'm talking about because the Mandalorian culture used to be like a whole thing in and of itself, you know, and to like a reestablishment of those people, I think would be the next step after resolving the whole Baby Yoda thing. Well, here, well can I just say this? Here's a, here's a little story for the glory. There, there's only eight episodes. Only eight. You're right. And there's first of all, that's terrible. That's good and terrible. Uh, you need to have way more than that. Well, there's a year between series, so it's like, that's tough. But even then, when you make a streaming service, to go back to the initial question when we were doing the pre-spoilers, you know how the system of streaming services work. You make all your stuff, and you boom, you lay it out. You say, that's right there in your face. Watch as much of it as you need. Now, with eight episodes, let me tell you, Season two for most shows are very tough because you spend the first season saying, here are the characters, here are the villains, here's the plot, here's the world, here's the set pieces. You have to lay all that out. The second season is very tough to watch in most shows, but you can't really do that in eight episodes because uh, in the second season, you have to lay, you're free from establishing who the character is. Can I ask Kevin a question real quick? Kev, so what happens? Like, so, or what you're is what you're saying that you would be cool with it if he finds somebody, drops off Baby Yoda, and we get onto the Mandalorian, and and Baby Yoda is nowhere to be found. Yes, actually, if if somebody, if they take it, well, yeah, yeah, true. Because if they take it to the next level of reestablishing the Mandalorian culture. You like the culture of the well, Mandalorian. And, that's and I'm basing it off of Clone Wars because they used to be a thing. They well, were a big thing. And okay. that's, that's what I heard him say. Yes. And and I just, look, I hope you're right. I doubt you are. You know, I, I agree with yeah. you. I want to say I agree with you. Because I, I do think that this Baby Yoda thing is a gimmick. And but the longer it goes, the more this gimmick is tied into the, the fabric of the. It's like Urkel. You know, he was a next door neighbor. And next thing you know, 
he was 90% of Family Matters, and they could not get rid of him. I mean, once that cutesy character, once Rudy took over the Cosby show, that was it. It's Did y'all want to do that? <laughs> it's good. Yeah, you, you only have eight episodes. My only hope is that Dave Filoni will not let that completely happen, but allow the Mandalorian to progress somehow well well uh, do i think you're right absolutely you're probably right the man they're gonna ride that baby i hope Yoda i'm wrong thing I no wrong. but you're not you always write about the wrong stuff i you know, know this. i'm always right about the wrong things now let's let's do this let's take the the artistic and it's just one aspect it's a tool let's back out of it and then let's look at the expansion of it as a business disney plus that's our business the mandalorian the only show that really carries disney plus forward right that's right now, if you are over Disney Plus and the Mandalorian is your workhorse, you make sure the horse works. That means that in eight episodes, they're not going to resolve this arc. I can't see it. You know what I'm saying? I look, but you're. you're I think what you're missing out on is that uh, you know the vast majority of Star Wars fans are just so loyal to Star Wars. Yeah, no, I don't doubt that. That you know, just give me something. I didn't say I didn't know I didn't say it's not produced well. I didn't say visually right. the yeah. visual spectacle, the music, the the production value, it's all top notch. Yeah, I didn't say it was garbage. I didn't say it was garbage. Let me just preface that. I, didn't I mean, say that. even though we spent like the last two hours bashing, <laughs> it feels like it. I mean, at, at worst, this is a C. Oh, I'd agree with that. Okay, wait. I give I give the second episode C minus. I give episode one a B. So an average of a C plus. I, I would give first one. I would give it a C plus. Second one, C C minus. Mm. Yeah, I give it a B minus, and the second episode like a, a like a D plus. I'm gonna give it two C's. C C's pizza. Two C's. Uh, two C's. I, I would, oh, yeah. Okay, no, okay. I would give. I would do. I would probably do like a C plus for the first episode, and then like a D plus. Damn. So like a C C minus average, yeah, C yeah. Plus, D plus, yeah. Did I do that right? I, I, I can I can see D. A C, I can C totally, minus average, yeah. Because the Mandalorian did nothing in that cycle. He 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 fixed his ship and he held off stuff, and he flew he off in a junky ass ship. But he didn't save the day. Like that's the thing. Well, it, he doesn't always need to save the day. He needs to be part of the day saving, though. He was part of the day saving. No, he got he saved. did stop them from getting like he secluded them in the cockpit yes. from all the spiders. He did the fire. But he, and I thought, you know, he I, got them out of the predicament with the... Okay, what would have been better? What would have been better? If the, if second episode hadn't done it all, that wouldn't have been better. Well, that, absolutely. If he had fixed the ship completely, had one more thing to fix, and then like, all this stuff happened, he... Like, he uh, he takes all the aliens, backs them off, fixes the last piece... Goes off into space. It's junky, but then when the X Men fighters show up, they tell him the same dialogue, and then he's like, "Yeah, blah 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 blah," and then they say, "Hey, look, you cool? Just you know, be cool." And then he flies off. At least in that instance, he doesn't defeat Mama Spider, but he saves the day. I guess that's my point. In the end, for this one, and that's the only thing for me that killed it is that he had to be saved. Well, but again, he was saved by the child in the second episode. With the with the rhino thing, yeah, nah, rhino thing. Like it saved him, but he's the right. But the baby he was saved by the other Mandalorians, and um, 
No, he was part of that war with the other Mandalorians. That's my point. No, he, but the other Mandalorians came to his aid. They came to his aid, but then he participated in the war. In this one, he doesn't participate in the in, in how to get out of the finale. I would say he killed 90% of the spiders. That's fair. I will argue it. I'm just... We are arguing it, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I, no, would, no, no. I would like to, to the... Uh, the spider scene to never have happened. I with and, you. And I would have liked Mandalorian and the X-Wing guys to be like, yeah, I'm wanted, but hey, look, you saved these dudes. You're cool. We're okay with that. It will let you pass through. And Mando will be like, I'm looking for a Mandalorian. Can you help me? And then the X-Wing fighters help him find the Mandal- next Mandalorian that progresses that whole plot about him taking him back. I would have liked that. That's the problem is you're looking for them to progress the plot and they're trying to stall they're it. They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to stretch it out. Way that they can. You're right. You're right. Any, you're right, any, right. You watch any TV show in streaming, second season is at least, you need at least 14 to 20 the episodes. sophomore season, as it were. Yeah, it's, you, it'll kick off with the third season, hopefully. But let me ask y'all this. What's worse, the Big Now Win one or this one? Oh, I'm trying to remember. What, what happened on that? The no. one where they, the, the, he has to like hunt with that other body hunter kid. Yeah, that awkward child dude that and Ming Na Wen was after them for the I, I'd probably say just for, just for sheer cringe moments, this one. As far as being the worst Season one? two, episode as, two. Uh, yeah, season two, episode two. As far as the cringe like the the only thing that made me cringe in that 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 other one that you just re- referenced was that kid's bad act. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you though. I think this one was worse than 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 that one. I mean, yeah, I agree. This this season two episode two is more cringeworthy than the Ming Na Web episode because in that season I can buy there are going to be people that are after the Mandalorian because of what he did to that in episode three, which is like freaking go against the code and all the guild and all that kind of stuff. So I can buy that, but this if didn't happen, I'd be okay with it. Well, you know, when your when your plot device is also your com- your, your comedy fodder, that's a problem. When when those eggs are supposed to be the thing that makes you care and drives the plot forward, it makes you care that he saves and it gets him off that ice plant, so that way the species doesn't die while a child is just gobbling him up like Snickers. Then you've got a problem. You're, when your comedic de- uh, fodder yeah. and your plot device are are one the same. Absolutely, yeah. So. Man, that is the beginning of The Mandalorian. And we want it to get better. We're rooting for it to get better. Yeah, we're hoping there's six more episodes, and we're curious to see where they take it. Um, overall, it sounds like the season um, episode two was very underwhelming. Would you, we all agree with hey, that? Hey, look, Mando helped me and my daughter watch something together. Okay, so that's good. I, I take a good part in that. Good news is that, look, hey, no matter how much we might not like where they're taking this or we might have problems with the logic of where they're taking this, the visual uh, aspects of this, the the art of this, this it's stunning. Yeah, it yo, really when he is. shoots out the demon's mouth, mm-hmm. that was awesome. It's, it's almost like it's unbelievable that this is a TV show. That is that very this true. this is what qualifies yeah. as a TV show in today's world. The quality of graphics and picture is amazing. So I can understand there's a lot of money invested in those, epi- those eight episodes. Considering that we just talked about the Hulk, which had the exact opposite uh, production value, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> which was some dude in green paint and cut off jean shorts and contact lenses <laughs> and yak hair and yak hair, yeah, and yak hair. hair. <laughs> I do it all for you, absolutely, guys. All for you, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen. We're curious to know what you think, and we're about to tell you and how to do that in just a little bit. 
Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about The Mandalorian Season 2. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways to share your opinion. You can choose the email at show at magicourway.com, leave us a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget, or you can call or text us. Yes, I did say text the one eight one five a weekend. That's one eight one five Mandalorian six six nine four two two six. And of course, we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Here we go. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory, what a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. Yeah. You always know where you can find me. You can always go to the Ivory Comics website. You can check out the work. Just like Rob told you. That dude knows what he's talking about. That's a guru talking about another guru. And, of course, you can always find a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat. It's good all around. Check that out, okay? You can also find me on Facebook. So, Eli H. Iris, where you find me there. I've been posting up stuff and, you know, whatnot when I can. Hope you like it. Uh, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. Check that out. So, Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, EIB504. I'm following you. I'm watching what you're doing. I'm watching you posting up your Halloween decorations and hanging out with your girlfriends and boyfriends and posting up the likes. So, EIB504, you can find me there. And, of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So, if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. And I sure do love some uh, Rayla Gibbons. That's right. It's a good show. Right there. That's good stuff. That's yeah. good stuff. Can I, t- can I tell you, like, whenever people, like, your intro has messed me up now. Like, Why? Whenever, because when people come up to me and like, hey, man, what's up? And I said, Eli Ivory. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. You're missing out. Can I tell you? you what out. a great name. Eli Ivory. That's right. <laughs> like, I seriously, that part where he's like, you're missing out. You're missing out. That that sticks in my head like subconsciously. Like there was this there was this girl I was trying to hit on. I'm not I'm not lying to you. She there was something happened. I was hitting on this chick and she's like, Yeah, Bob, I don't know, I got this man and like Rob Liefeld's voice popped in my head. I was like, You're missing out, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that word. Right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so check it out. And look, if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World so you cannot miss out on all the action that's happening down there. You can do so through Lee of Magical Moments Vacations. Lee, tell them how to do this. I just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-Leguizamo shot first. (laughs) (laughs) 832-LGZ-SHT-FST. Email me at lee at magicgarway.com. 
Facebook. You can find me at facebook.com slash lastavica travel. That's L A S T O V I C A travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in the travel. If you do need that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no Hasselvika. In addition, there are so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicalway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magical Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Summer weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Manta burritos. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, talking dizzy and drawing, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff. <laughs>